0: Should I also study system design for entry level development roles? Hey there, I'm Ian Douglas. I'm the author of the website techinterview.guide and I'm here to help people with career advancement and interview preparation. My live stream on Twitch covers topics such as company research, how to build resumes and cover letters, applying for the job, getting through interviews and what to do during negotiations. I've coached thousands and thousands of people over the years to get jobs at the biggest tech companies in the industry and I'm here to help you too. The following episode is taken from a longer live stream event and may contain interactions with other people in chat. Check out the end of the episode for more information. Let's get to it. So EpiCat asked a great question in chat. They said, uh, company recommended, oops, uh, let me back up from there. So EpiCat asked a question in chat, what's the possibility of system design questions during an entry-level interview? followed up saying the company recommended certain chapters to review from cracking the coding interview Um, recommended system design but not search and sorting algorithms Um, and then i guess i read somewhere that system design is usually for senior devs and up i'm not sure if i should study it well for starters i would say there's no harm in studying new things regardless of whether you're going to need it for the interview but Certainly, you want to focus as much of your attention as possible on what you actually need for the interview. If they've hinted that you need system design or if they've given you specific chapters to go read, then you should definitely go read those and study those and be prepared to answer questions. As far as system design goes, I've said on the stream in the past, and and as a teacher, I would tell students this, that when it comes to system design, I think about how Bob Ross paints a painting. And when you're asked about system design, like, go design an object oriented vending machine or how would you design an elevator control system those are all kind of parts of system design like how are you designing that entire system start to front or start to end front to back top to bottom you know all the different dimensions that you can think of how would you design that and so going back to the bob ross analogy when bob ross paints a painting he doesn't start with a happy little tree He starts with a very broad idea of what this picture is going to be about. There's a sky and maybe there's some fluffy clouds and then there's usually a mountain of some kind and then like foreground mountains and then maybe some trees or like the foothills he'll like paint in some trees and he kind of like gradually builds it layer by layer and then eventually paints in the happy little trees and the little bushes and the little rocks and you know if he puts a little squirrel on the fence or you know paints out the cabin or whatever to get the high detail uh, points. And so i've posted a couple of links over here in uh in the twitch chat for those listening to the podcast audio i'll put them in the description later uh down below the podcast episode and if you're on youtube they'll be down below in the description as well when it comes to system design you want to do something similar so if they say well go design an elevator control system from a system design point of view a lot of people think okay well what's the interface what are the buttons because that's that's what's controlling the elevator right But the system design, like, if you take a step back and you think about it, it's like, well, how many floors are there in the building? Like, how many elevator cars do I actually need to go up and down? Like, what if it's a one-story building? Like, I don't really have anything to design. If it's a two-story building, okay, I probably only need one elevator. In fact, if it's, you know, only a couple of floors and there's only a couple of, you know, apartments or units or whatever per floor, I probably still only need one elevator. So you can start asking questions about the needs of the users as far as like how big does that floor need to be before you add another elevator and then how do you add that into your design and so you have to really take uh like a really high level approach on what is it that i need to build here and think about that big picture like bob ross is painting the sky with the clouds and the mountain uh you kind of need to take a similar approach of okay what kind of elevator is it going to be is it a multi-floor building how many people are on each floor is it like an office building because maybe i want to design this out in a way that in the morning all of the elevator cars are down on the ground floor because everybody's going to be going up to the office in the morning and then maybe at the end of the day i'll put all the elevator cars at the top so that you know as people are leaving the elevators like right there so they can like they don't have to wait for the elevator to come all the way up to the top floor just to take them back down to the bottom floor you can design that kind of stuff into the algorithm of how you want to build this out. But thinking about that algorithm is a little bit premature. You still have to design the whole thing of like, what what is the overall user experience going to be? Not just what's the button that they hit and how does that button actually like call the elevator? You've got electricity and power and maybe a hydraulic lift or maybe a counterbalance weight or whatever that actually moves the elevator. Like you have to design those kinds of things. And so, That's kind of where Bob Ross is gradually adding those layers of detail. And you want to take system design in a similar approach. You want to take system design in like, what are all the different things that I'm going to need to build to go, you know, design this whole thing out. Another illustration that that I'll use that's going to work really great for people uh, that are watching live or watching on YouTube. Um, In the background, I have a Lego TIE fighter uh, that I assembled and I've got the assembly book here with me. And this assembly book is basically the system design of here's how to take all these bits and pieces and put them together in a model of some sort. And that's really what system design is going to be like in a technical interview. Now, going back to the kind of the heart of the question from Epicat is, is this only for senior level devs? No, senior devs are going to have a lot more experience. And, you know, when you're talking about building out a whole, like, go design an elevator system system. They're the ones that are going to be thinking about all those little edge cases on, like, should I put the elevator at the top floor at the end of the day to bring people down and start them at the bottom in the morning to take them up? Those are things that, like, a senior dev with a lot of experience of, oh, I've built systems like this. Do you want me to account for this? How about this? Like, oh, I once had an experience with this. Do you want me to build that into the system as well? And you can have a lot more of those conversations where, as an entry-level dev, you can still plan those kind of the basic building blocks of this is what I need to go do without knowing and having the experience around all of the other things that a senior level dev might be able to do. Now, the links that I added over in chat that are going to be down below in the description, they are some of my favorite resources about how to think about the different blocks of things that you can build into a system. So the first link was uh, on a a GitHub link, and I don't know whether the person pronounces their name Donnie Martin or Don Martin. But that system design primer is one of the best ones that I've seen as far as outlining and explaining. These are all the different kinds of components that you can build into a system and what they're used for and how this part will affect scalability and this part affects resiliency and this part just affects overall performance and this part can do this and that and caching and whatever. They go into a lot of really good detail. The second link um, narrows in a little bit more on uh, just system design interviews uh, and it's a YouTube channel. Uh, where you can go watch some system design interviews and and really see how other people break these kinds of things down. For me, uh, a whiteboard is really ideal. Some sort of drawing tool where you can literally draw out the blocks of, I've got this piece that communicates with this piece, and this is what that communication back and forth is going to look like. Again, you want to design all of this stuff out as much as possible before you actually go implement it. You want to design everything you can before you go implement anything at at all. So even though you know, like, okay, well, I've got a front-end app that's going to talk to a middleware app that's going to talk to some back-end API, and it's also going to talk to a database, like, okay, well, back and forth between the database, I need to send and and receive data in this specific format. Between the front-end and back-end, I need to send it in this kind of format. That's getting too granular. That's getting into the happy little tree. What you want to say is there's communication back and forth. I'm going to get into more detail on that as we go. So when you're going through a system design interview... No matter what level you are, if you're entry level or if you're senior level, when you're going through that interview, you want to focus on the really high level parts and then gradually shift in on giving a little more uh, insight and information on each of the components and then zoom in again on each of the uh, of the components. I've done a lot of system design interviews where, you know, like I mentioned you mention an elevator, and they're like, "Oh, here's this panel of buttons that go all the, to the different floors." Or the vending machine, they think about, "Okay, well, I got to put money in," and then there's the panel of buttons. And you're focusing on the end-user interface, but you're losing track of the fact that you need a big metal box to put all the snacks in, and you need little motors to turn the thing inside that actually, you know, gets the the snack to the front and drops it, you know, in front of the door that you open. Um, you're forgetting that it might need lights, it might need cooling or heating. Like there's so many more components that go into the vending machine than just the user interface panel of the buttons and the money exchange. And so if you if you remember to treat system design like Bob Ross paints a painting, and gradually getting into more and more detail over time as it goes, to where you're not hyper focusing on the happy little tree too early. The, the the exact detail of like how am I actually going to design that panel of buttons? That's like one of the last things you need to worry about when you're building the vending machine or building an elevator like that that part of the user experience is like one of the last things that you're actually going to build you have to think about all these other things that need to go into play like with the elevator if i'm already on my way up and someone else hits the call button to also go up if i'm not at their floor yet i need to stop and pick them up and continue to go up so that they don't have to wait as long that's the overall user experience that has nothing to do with the you know row of buttons on the inside of the elevator but it does have to do with the overall user experience so these are the kinds of things that you need to think about with system design just start really high level and gradually like build out all of the like uh like just really big boxes of i need a component that does this i need a component that does this i need a component that does this this is you know i know that this has to communicate with this piece this has to communicate with this piece they're all going to talk back to a database and so there's going to be some kind of communication layer there Now I'm going to go in on just a little more detail on each of those and now I'm going to go into a little more detail on each of those. Now at some point you can ask the interviewer hey do you want me to focus in on just one part of this or do you want me to keep going into a little bit of detail on all the things is there like a particular part of this that you really want me to just go really deep on this portion of or do you want me to keep describing all the different components and how I'm gradually going to get into more detail. Now at some point you know, as, as that entry-level dev, as Epicat asked, you may not have experience and you go, well, I know I need a database and I know that I can make some tables, but I don't know how to optimize a database. I don't know how to make that database super resilient and, you know, uh, do database backups. Like, I don't know how to do any of that. That's okay. If that's as deep as you can go on that level of detail, that's fine. You can go into even more detail on the code aspect and, and things where you do have experience. And that's part of what we're trying to evaluate through asking these kinds of questions as well is which of these kinds of components do you even know about? And now that we know that you know about them, how much do you know about them? And if that amount of what we call depth of knowledge isn't very deep, that's okay. My job is just to evaluate what you do know, how much of that you actually know, and then figure out whether that fits in the needs that we have on our team. And so you don't have to know everything about everything. You don't have to have super deep knowledge on everything about everything that's their job, is to ask you those questions and and kind of gain enough insight and information to go, yeah, okay, yeah, you've kind of covered what we're looking for for this question, let's move on. And so you can always ask them, like, are there certain components that you want me to speak to? Or you can just say, you know what, I know that I would need to do caching here so that I can look things up a little bit faster on the way back and forth to the database, but I've never actually implemented that, so I don't know what that mechanism would actually look like in code. But over here where I'm actually writing the front end interface, like I can go into a, like another level of detail on that if you want me to. And, and ask them how much detail you want on each of those components and let them drive out that part of the conversation. Um, but yeah, if you start at the really high level of view and gradually hone in on the detail, that'll probably be the best approach for system design. Thanks for checking that out. I hope that you found it helpful. I always appreciate feedback, so please let me know what you think. I appreciate any subscriptions, so please tell your friends and colleagues about it as well. Check out the website techinterview.guide for more information about when I'm live streaming and all of my free content. Drop by a live stream anytime to ask questions or message me privately, whatever makes you most comfortable. See you next time.